are here in from the Fair Green in Scarif and we are in the midst of the Scarif Harbour Festival and we're now joined by the award-winning photojournalist photographer John Kelly and it's lovely to have you with us John. Thank you Carolyn. And Thank it's you. nice it's to have you on the other side of kind of a piece of equipment because normally <laughs> you're you're pointing something at, at some subject. So what brings you to Scarif today? I'm just in Scarif today to cover the, the festival, the fun day here in the square. Yeah. Um, I, I'm just after coming from from Kildaiser Kildaiser Show, so they're oh, they're blessed with the be- weather yes. there oh, as well. Yes, so good. I've come across the county and I'm here for the afternoon, yes. and I will be going to a match later on back in Ennis, the football game at half six. Who's playing the game in, in uh, Ennis? Uh, and Nero. Oh right, yeah, very yeah, good. Yeah. So your 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 day is busy. My days my do days you are, my have days that are busy. Many things packed into a day? Yes, particularly at the weekend, we would have a lot on, and we tried to go to a lot of the matches yes. and um, obviously hit a lot of the festivals and stuff like that as well. Yeah. So this is a busy time of the year anyway? The busy time. Then. In fact, this is my third day in a row in Scarif. Oh, <laughs> is it? Yeah. So what else was going on in Scarif? Okay, so um, you may or may not know I'm also involved in uh, the exhibition down at the old Chipboard Finza factory um, where we, uh, and Jones, uh, curated an exhibition and interviewed a number of um, how would I say, former workers, employees there, uh, basically telling the history of the place. So I was commissioned to do the photographs, and um, the photographs and the, we'll say the write-ups have been put on boards, and they're available to view down at, at in Amerky at Fenza. So that, that was officially opened on Thursday night with a kind of a private viewing for the, um, for the people involved, and it's now on public display down, uh, down at Fenza. Really looking forward to going down tomorrow. So it's on this afternoon and it's on tomorrow afternoon, I understand. Yes, I think so, yeah. 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 So and that's, uh, there's a marquee actually outside the uh, the old factory. And there's an awful lot of interest in that locally. I think that's a great idea. And I think of all the years of festivals, there's never been a focus on that story. So it's very important. Yeah, you know, and of course, like, I suppose Finsa and Chipboard is to Scarif what Dell was to Limerick or yeah. what Syntex was to Clarecastle or whatever, you know. Yeah, so yeah. The, the, these are these are we're huge employers in the area and of course the place place has after taking up a new life now with Eco with Eli the the company that are in there now and they have they have major plans for the place as well so that's that's great that's very positive for East Clare in general, you know. For sure, that's right. Yeah. And of course, it gave such employment, and it was very much the centre of Scarif for so many years. And if you said you were from Scarif elsewhere, somebody would say, "Oh God, do you know, do you know the shipboard factory?" Exactly. You know, it's, kind of, it's kind of what you were known by. But anyway, John, how did you get into this business anyway? Well, in one sense, I kind of got into it accidentally. Um, my sister and her boyfriend had camera shops back in the late eighties, early nineties. In fact, she's still in Ennis. Uh, the, her camera shop is called Photoshop on Pernell Street. Yes, my sister. It. And her uh, boyfriend at the time, Joe Devaney, um, set up a number of camera shops called Photo World. And I started working for them in the Ennis shop, um, almost accidentally, because my other passion in life is making things out of wood. And I was actually helping them out doing some um, shelving and stuff like that in the shop. And I kind of got interested in cameras, which were all very technical at the time. There, were, there was no great automation in them. And I got interested in them as a piece of equipment. I'd be fairly technical and I like the engineering behind how things, how things work. So I just kind of got into photography accidentally and then started processing film. Joe used to let me use his darkroom and started processing film. And then one morning, I was working in one of the shops, and Lee McGrath, who's, who's actually, uh, he, he died in 1993, He's, it's his 30th anniversary this year, and we will be marking that. 
but Liam um, came into the shop one day and I had some prints on the counter and he said to me who made, the, who made these I said I did and he said would you be interested in working for the Clare Champion do some part time work for us so I said I would so then he rang me maybe a week later and he asked me to cover um, we would have done a lot of socials and stuff like that in those days and he asked me to cover uh, I think it was some kind of a, a function in the Clare Inn some kind of a dinner dance or something Yes, yeah. and I thought about it and I was kind of shy at the time and I didn't really have the confidence to do it and I actually told him I was busy. I lied oh. to him and told him I was busy and I didn't do it. And I kicked myself around the place. So about a week later, he gave me another chance and he rang me to do something and I nearly bit his hand off. So then I started freelancing in for the Clare Champion in 1989, working weekends and stuff like that on top of my job in Photo World at the same time. And then in 1990, when Dennis Wilde retired, I got the opportunity to go there full time as their second staff photographer. And I've been there 33 years and I'm counting still. And John, you are very well known in Ireland. And I do remember, I think it was Marion Finucan who yeah. once said that she actually bought the Clare Champion just to look at John Kelly's photographs. And, you know, I mean, that means you're really on the map of Ireland when somebody <laughs> at that at that standing in the media. We love you. We love, love your photography. But, um, you know, have you enjoyed this career? Has it been something you've really relished? Yeah, it's funny. I had a conversation with somebody this morning back in Kildysert about this, and he was saying to me, my God, you must be sick of going to all the shows and all things. I, I wouldn't use the word sick of, but you, you do become so familiar with something or with some events that you don't really see them anymore. So now the challenge for me is, is to see things in a different okay. light. Yeah, yeah. And that's what I try to do. And I kind of get angry with myself if I if I end up... Have, sometimes you, you'll have to do the same thing you did. Yeah. Like... Spencil Hill Fair, for example, hasn't really changed in the last... There'll have to be a horse in the photo. <laughs> you know, and it's kind of like it's men selling horses or yes, whatever, you yeah, know, or yeah. kids riding horses or whatever. Um, and we do look out... I do like doing portraits of the old characters. Yes. Uh, yeah. But they're kind of dying away now as well. So we're just looking for new angles and new ways of maybe uh, entertaining people or maybe showing people a different angle on something. You know, I always in the back of my head kind of subconsciously think how could I show this very ordinary scene to somebody in a way that they may not have seen it before yes okay uh, it's very very hard to do that sure because we're bombarded with images every yeah. day telly Instagram Facebook everything and yeah. the other thing we have now is we have images that can actually be made up if like you know AI. what I mean we don't have that we, we don't do that in newspapers we, everything no, we do is goodness. straight from the camera we're not allowed to touch anything yeah. it's really frowned upon in the press world if you, if you touch a photograph yeah. Um, you know, if you move something out of it or whatever. But, um, yeah, it's, it's, it's because we're so bombarded with images nowadays, I think um, it's getting harder and harder to make somebody go, wow, if you know what I mean. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah. 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 But when they do, it, it, it gives you, it's, it's nice satisfaction. It's like, it's like winning the hunt, if you yeah. know what I mean. Yeah. Just go back to uh, the early days uh, when you first be began your photography career. Uh, just maybe there's some maybe young people listening in to the program today and they might say, do you know what, I want to try photography. So would you be able to give them an advice on how to go about uh, go do going into a career of such sort? Yeah, um, I, I suppose careers would be very different now than they were in my day because, uh, like, for example, staff photographer, I'm a staff photographer in the Clare Champion for the last 30, 33 years. It would be very rare to have a staff photographer now in a lot of even national papers. Uh, we are a dying breed. For example, myself, uh, Joe Shocknessy in the Connacht Tribune and Ray Ryan in the Tume Herald are three staff photographers with about 120 years service between the three of us. Yeah. Um, that is very rare. That is very, very rare. Yeah. And it would be rare for somebody to get a staff job nowadays. So a lot of them would be freelancing. Um, I know some people, it depends what they're into. I know some young people love covering sport. 
and there are opportunities with the agencies in Dublin to try out for sports photography and that can be a great career where you end up travelling the world and you know following uh, athletes and sports people around the world or around the country but it's hard work it's really really hard work yeah. uh, a lot of travel and all which that which I suppose like any job it's, it's hard work isn't it yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. absolutely yeah um, and, and can I just ask uh, how, how many years had you to train to become a, a photographer starting out? Yeah, well, I'm completely self-taught. I trained on the job. Oh, right. I had a six-month okay. pr- probation period in the Clare Champion. And um, after that, uh, Flan Galvin at the time, the owner of the paper, came into me and he said, you, you're six months done now. He said, you know what? We'll put you on the top rate. So <laughs> I went on to my senior rate straight away. question, which yeah. was, are you completely self-taught? There we were. That yeah, was 100%. What, that's where I was going. So that's just that's amazing. I've actually amazing, learned, yeah. I've learned yeah, the hard yeah. way, but I'll tell you, I'll tell you, if I was to say, if I was to you know uh, credit somebody with teaching me, right? Yeah. It would be the general public of the county, right? Because in the same way that I imagine a comedian gets on stage and gets a feel for his audience and delivers kind of what they want, that's more or less what yeah. I've done. I'm accidentally kind of sitting in front of you today. It, it, it's accidentally. I, I, it's just I have I have soaked in everything, all the reaction that I've got over the years, and I've got some lovely, lovely reactions. I've got some bad reactions as well, but in general, I've got some really, really nice reactions from people uh, to f- my photographs and my photography. Um, as you say, it is it would be very, very hard for me to walk down the street and not come across somebody that would have a story to tell me about maybe photographing them when they were a kid or something like that. But. Um, or, or, or somebody that wouldn't remember a photograph that I took, a general photograph, and um, that, that's lovely for me. And that's that's what kind of drives me on. It's that that knowing that knowing that you're doing something that makes a difference. Ultimately, then my archive or the Clare Champions archive, as, as it is, is a reflection of the county for those 30 years that I yeah. was there, or 34 years or whatever, you know, and still counting. Um, when I go into the archive in the county library. I look at the wall where all the Clare Champions are all stacked up and I can pick a fairly substantial portion of that wall and say That's my grandchildren or great-grandchildren can come in here in 100 years time and they can go, they can go to that archive and they yes. can see that I was in Scarif today. Yes, yes. Great memories to have. And actually, that, with that in mind, can I just ask, over, over the years uh, doing this photography work, uh, has there been any particular highlights over the years that, that really stand out to you? That is a good question that I haven't asked myself before. Um, I suppose there have been a few things. Um, obviously, we won a few awards, and, and, and it is lovely to win awards. Um, I suppose the also on top of that, um, I was involved in a project in 1999-2000, the scattering. It was the brainchild of Dermot McMahon, where six photographers were sent around the world to, um, to photograph Clare people who had gone away years ago to live abroad. Uh, the book is called The Scattering, and that was that was a huge opportunity at the time to travel. There was six or seven weeks travel and meeting the people in the book. So that would be one of the highlights, no doubt. No doubt, yeah. absolutely yeah. no doubt. Yeah, yeah. Um, also, recently, I was included in a book called A Few of the Legends, um, which was a book done by an Australian guy called Peter Adams, who went around the world since the 1970s, finding photographers. And to be in that book beside some of the greatest names in yes. photography in the world, is really really lovely yeah for phenomenal me. achievement he yeah he came from australia he met me he did my photograph he put my story in 
and I'm there beside all the rest of them all over the world. Wow. Like, well done. Fantastic. No. It's Bula bus for you, John, that's for sure. Yeah. That was a highlight. It's a pure pleasure. Thank you so much. Yeah, thank you very much. Because I know you are busy today, and we look forward to next Thursday and the champion coming out looking at pictures. Fingers crossed, I'll get something nice. Thanks a million, John. Thanks for having me.